The cartoons, Mondo. Cartoons. I love cartoons. Well, no, remember when they used to do the, uh, you know, on the on the news on the emails that you would get from Criterion. Anytime they had like something, you know, any kind of announcement or news they would give you, they would send you a cartoon, a drawing at the end of the email. Remember those? Yeah, uh, I don't think you sh- need to be afraid of calling it a newsletter because it's an email. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like people hear newsletter like, oh wait, Criterion sends you guys stuff like in a newsletter. It's well, it's an email. Any any newsletter. Yeah, it's any <laughs> newsletter. Yeah, we're not. It's not special treatment in any way because a lot of people might. Who knows? Maybe people didn't really subscribe to Criterion and they didn't get those. You know, because uh, yeah, or even follow them on Twitter because I feel like at first I saw them a lot on Twitter. When they would post the cartoons, you know, um, and then, I, yeah, on and Facebook then, as well, and then event, yeah, face, Facebook too. I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't have Facebook anymore. So. Well, back back then, back when, yeah, when they were few, like yeah. really going on, yeah. But yeah, then they started really kind of incorporating incorporating the cartoons in the newsletter and the email you in, in an email they would just send i don't know whatever right yeah for whatever the reason and, yeah. and they would like kind of and so it would be one yeah they would have one little cartoon it's sort of a um, a foreshadowing or a, you had to guess a hint to a hint. what was coming to be released on blu-ray or dvd you know right and those were uh, done by jason Pollan. Yes. Who was this New York artist who um, New he, York artist? He, did, <laughs> he drew all their like all their little cartoon stuff that they had um, for that particular reason, where literally they would do drops sometimes, where they would post like a cartoon with a bunch of different little cartoons. That, but there that are, was the always the year end drop. What would be coming that that next year? I was just and saying they would, that. Well, <laughs> that's what I was. You just were. I don't about. know what. It sounded weird, and I was like, "Just get into it, you know. Like, just say it, Jordan. Just tell me what what you're trying to get into." But yeah, they would do a, like a big kind of like, uh, you know, almost collage kind of thing of all the cartoons, and what would be like, yeah, coming forthcoming that next year in releases of Criterion. Yes, indeed. And it was always fun to kind of like realize how stupid we are and not get any of the references. Well, to realize how you know little film knowledge that you know you sort of have yeah. where you're sort of thinking you know and, and you know i probably think people will think this is to this podcast yeah. you know because a lot of the stuff that we bring is is you know in a lot of ways mainstream and a lot of ways things that that are known that people know about certain a lot films. of american films obviously a too. lot of american we, films, well we bring you know like, i mean you know we've brought some foreign films yeah. but yeah yeah for sure and and but so when you see that, because you think like, oh, I know what's on Criterion. I love these films. I know this. Yeah. But then you see that and you're like, oh, man, there's no way I can guess these things. Mm-hmm. And even the guesses that I'm making are so far fetched or so far away from mm-hmm. the actual like, you know, smaller foreign films that they're actually bringing. Where I'm like thinking yeah. it's, oh, it's got to be this. You know, yeah. it's going to, oh, it's going to be heat for sure. They're bringing oh. heat, Michael Mann <laughs> or something, you know, where it's like, yeah. nope, that it's like uh, the movie's called the, the the flame of something. And yeah. it's like some, <laughs> you know, some German movie that's yeah. like no one's ever, seen. you know what I mean? It's stuff but, like that. Jordan, one of the things is you have a tattoo of one of the cartoons. I do. I have a Jason Poland tattoo. Original. <laughs> original. Uh, he drew, you know, the, the teaser for Antichrist, mm-hmm. which was the fox eating himself. And so I got that tattooed on me because that was one of my favorite uh, cartoons because I knew what it was. That was one of the only, like, one of the few that I was like, oh, I know what that is. I know what that is. Yeah, my guess was always Bottle Rocket, even though they already released Bottle Rocket. <laughs> With the fox eating itself? No, I'm just, I'm joking, like, you know. Oh, well, no, they hadn't released Bottle Rocket back yeah, then, Yeah, they right? did. Yeah. They did? Oh, 2009 okay. or something like that. Oh, I guess ago. so. It was like one of the first Blu-rays they did. Whatever. Like that and 400, blo- you know. Like. All right. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. 
But Jason Pollan, he recently passed away. January 2020. We've been talking about why they don't really do the cartoons anymore, why that and hasn't been happening. That's but, why. And, and that's why. So RIP, shout out to Jason Pullen. Shout out yeah. to Criterion for actually being down to stop that once he passed away. Yeah, not away. just getting another yeah, artist. Not just you finding know? someone like, else and, and really kind of paying tribute with him to him by not trying continuing to... Continuing it. Yeah, not know? trying to like redo him or like yeah. get someone else who might do it the same or something. You know what I mean? Because as much as I miss those cartoons... It's a good reason why they don't do them anymore, yeah. obviously. You know, that's like, yeah, yeah it makes sense. And that, that's very sad. I'm sorry to hear that he passed. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. This one goes out to Jason. This episode goes out to Jason. All our episodes go out, goes out to Jason and the Criterion Collection. Anyone in the year likes. of our Lord. <laughs> I used to think that people would have to be mildly mentally ill or pretty severely mentally ill to be drawn into a cult. And I totally... Welcome to the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Garcia. With me always is Christopher Nolan's biggest fan. Armando Arvizu here. I love Memento, and I'll die on that. Well, you're a Batman man. Am I? Oh. You're a Batman man, yeah, man. Batman man, man. Yep. But yeah, um, yeah what, we, what, do we, what the hell do we do here on the Criterion Cult Film Podcast, Jordan? Well, Let the listeners know. There's two of us Let here. Let Jason Poland know. And what we like to do is we'd like to talk about a film from the Criterion Collection. And then one of us brings a film that we believe belongs in the collection. And we pair it together and try to make sure that they're, you know, they're cohesive, little fit, nice little double features. And then, you know, we'll sort of argue whether our pick should make it in or not. And today, mm-hmm. Mondo's bringing his picks. Um, he's going full superhero today. Yeah. So the film I'm bringing to the chopping block is Batman... Mask of the Phantasm from 1993. Oh, and the Criterion animation. And yes, the first animated film we brought to the to the cult. And the film we're watching from Criterion is Judex. If you listen to the last episode, I don't know, I haven't edited it yet. We mentioned another film, but we're watching. We Jordan found a better uh, a better pairing, I guess, to say. Judex is that. Yeah, we were originally gonna pair it with a film called Panique, which we said in the last episode. Just, but just to change that, yeah, sorry, it's yeah. gonna be a little retraction. Judex. But again, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. No one cares. I don't think anyone cares. Yeah. But we just want to let you guys know that we're if you're keeping track, you know? yeah, if you're keeping track, and we're trying to get these pairings to make sense. We're trying to, yes. you know, in Panique, I literally panicked and I just kind of threw it together. This one, I really looked into it as a reason as to why, and yeah. so. Mondo, what's up with Judex? Yeah, so Judex from uh, 1963. Uh, Favrox, an uh, unscrupulous banker, receives a threatening note signed by Judex, demanding that he pay back the people he has uh, swindled. He refuses and apparently dies after a midnight toast at his um, uh, masked ball. However, he is only dragged by Judex and locked away. Judex spares his life when the banker, uh, banker's widow, widow's daughter, uh, Jacqueline, uh, relo- uh, rejects the inheritance. Meanwhile, Diana Monti, the former gov- governess, kidnaps Jacqueline to t- to get to try to get the banker's money, but Judex is hot on her trail. <laughs> and again, imagine if IMDb hired us to make a, a show yes. where we just read these things yes. and then yelled at the people who wrote them. <laughs> it's also that in my writing. But uh, but anyway. this is, I mean, you know, th- but also, yeah, this is not, you know. Again. It's a mouthful. Yeah, it is. But uh, directed by Gregoris uh, Franju, 
And the right, the, nice. I there's like that. A, uh, there's a lot of writers on this. I only wrote down one. Yeah, just do the main uh, one. Author yeah. Brenadine, Brenady, and then Chan, uh, Channing. Oh, okay. And then Channing Pollock plays Judex. Uh, Francine Bridget plays uh, Diana, Diana Monti. Edith Scobe plays Jackie Dean, and Sylvia Koshi plays Daisy. And there's some other characters, but I couldn't find them. They're kind of. It's kind of their only acting role, maybe some of them, or not well, only. And then also but Theo Serapo as Morales. Which one's Morales? He is the uh, lover of oh, of the uh, of the, Diana of the nanny. Yeah, yeah. Of uh, yeah, Diana and, Monty's character. Yeah. And so yeah. basically, uh, real quick, just to kind of break this down, really quick. So it's about a banker, like who is uh, kind of. Uh, Given this note by this uh, mysterious person who's telling him, "Hey, they don't know who. Like, obviously, is, yeah, like nobody a, knows who it is. Like a blackmailing kind of thing, right? You know, and he's been blackmailed before. Which, when he receives this letter, he's like, oh, I thought these would stop.' Exactly. And he has to kind of act a certain way, or they'll yeah, just keep coming. Yeah, he's got to be tough, or yeah. they're going to keep. And so he doesn't know who that is, and so he's getting blackmailed. And so he's a banker, and so he has a daughter, and that daughter has a daughter herself, and so her daughter that she has has a nanny." Yes. All right. So those are those like those characters there, right? And Judex, and he's the guy who's just this uh, magician who's just uh, you know he's a crime fighter, I guess. He's a vigilante. He's a vigilante, and so like and then Batman. you have and then you also have the uh, the kind of right hand man of the banker, right? That that guy who's like his kind of servant or his, his like close confidant, his close sort confidant of, you who know, knows like, everything he goes through, helps him. You know, yeah. he's sort of he's an older guy who's sort of like his. Uh, which maybe kind of doesn't make sense a little bit, but it depends, you know, because, well, they never really get into, like, how long he's known this guy and True, they stuff don't get like into, that, like, you know, because of it, it yeah. seems like he's known him for a long time, obviously, for seems these, like it, yeah. these 20 years, you know, like, because uh, he's, um, what is the banker's name? Uh, Favrex? Favrox? Yes. I don't know the actor's name, but yeah, Favrox, like, uh... Early in the film, like a uh, guy, like this, like this prisoner, right? this Fabulous. prisoner uh, comes to him, or like who's just been released, and says, "Like I took the fall for you, and you don't remember, and all this stuff." Yeah, he's and, a bad banker, and he's obviously a he's a gangster, he's yeah. a monster, pretty much. Yeah, he's yeah. like wheeling and dealing, you know. Yeah, and you know, and Favrox obviously knows, obviously knows what this guy has done for him, you know, because like I mean, because he that's he stepped on people to get where he is, you know, like yes, like he's most. Not, people with wealth with yeah and yeah. to climb up the ladder you know it's just something you kind of had to do yeah or and you just like especially i guess around that time right it has something to do with uh he said uh he was like the the servant or his like right hand man is telling the mm-hmm. daughter you know he got his money through the panama wars or something like that there was some war or something yeah. that happened it was sort of like a like a world war ii situation how a bunch of people got uh, yeah. rich off like you know stealing like the jewish gold and like all that stuff like all yeah, their money sure. and like put in banks and things like that and use them for themselves you know what i mean it's kind of like mm-hmm. that but it's not the yeah. same thing it's it's just a different like kind of situation yeah. yeah yeah he's done like yeah obviously a lot of bad things to get where he is yeah, you know a lot of i mean you know unfortunately a lot of rich people have yeah and well yeah but yeah i don't know but and then you obviously later we i mean a little bit later in the film like well quickly 
we see that he runs over this guy too you know yeah he's yeah he's willing to kill people yeah. even just like Still. not even just like step on their heads to get above he's willing to kill people he's willing to, to run keep, over their heads yeah just to like keep his money keep his money right you know mm-hmm. like literally gotta get my money right yeah you know? like and, that. and that's you know that that's a pretty funny you know i don't know that's like a great that's a great villain bankers are villains yeah that's like a great villain because that is someone who is just like i don't care about anybody like i don't know like you know he's not he doesn't kill the guy when he runs him yeah. over but he's trying to and that's yes. what all bankers and want to do. He thinks he does, but obviously, our here our vigilante hero Judex saves this uh, older man, and kind of like nurses, you know, like he saves him. But obviously, right, he puts him on his team because Judex has got a little vigilante yeah. team. He's got a couple of homies that are with him. They got masks on. They got fedoras. They've got that kind of like a what is it like the like the shadow and the spirit kind of look. Yeah, where they're like wearing older, these coats and like yeah. you know using that as like a cape and right. these hats and kind of masks as the shadow would you know. Yes. Or the spirit. As right. We, we it's like right it's like those older kind of superheroes, yeah. not necessarily the you know where the, they had these like crazy costumes, but like more like uh, practical, like you right. know where thing uh, obviously. You know, anyone could get these, like, kind of, like, clothing and yeah, stuff like Yeah, anyone that, can know? get those fedoras and those, like, yeah. like suits and stuff like that. But it looks cool. I, th- I thought mm-hmm. that it was, like, a good... That's what I really enjoyed about this film is the aesthetic mm-hmm. and the visuals in it. I think it has a lot of cool uh, visuals in terms of... Especially that scene when we first are introduced to Judex. Mm-hmm. When, okay, so it's at the party that uh oh, the when banker's he's throwing the, the mask party and he's yes. got the bird he's got the bird head mm-hmm. so it's like this little like you know it starts off as his feet and we rise up and we see him he's holding a bird head and he picks up this dead dove and we just have this long take that just follows him through the party kind of slowly yeah. and i really like that it didn't it didn't rush that you know what i mean like it really took its time and going through that and making like kind of like a little it was a little suspenseful because you're like oh, you don't know yeah, what that is you don't know that, what I'm, okay that's something about like the film that i've kind of like I, I didn't like, you know, and that part I liked it, you know, where it's the mass mass party and it's going kind of slow and kind of following uh, this mass birdman's like uh, movements and stuff and like what he's doing. But I felt like the whole film kind of did that like too much, you know, where like scene to scene, it's just really slow and like kind of like not even not even methodical or anything. It's just like playing out sort of like it doesn't have any like it the pacing is just kind of like slow i guess you know like where um, it doesn't well, i wouldn't like... say the pacing itself in terms of the whole film is slow but there is moments in the film that do have a lull that, that, that do kind of go down but to me i don't know i feel like a lot of those you know a lot of those longer kind of things that happen especially the scene that i'm talking about and, and then even other scenes you know like um whether it's those mass uh you know the the Judex's uh, sidekick guys climbing up the walls, you know, in like this slow kind of ascension up the walls on the side of these walls. Yeah, that and was just like, taking too long. Yeah. Well, see, but to me, like, I think that, I don't know, that like set a mood, that set like a, it, it was just more of a, I don't know, an aesthetic. It just had more of, a, it gave it something more than if they would just like rush along through that stuff. Because, I don't know, those movies... You know, back in, in, in that time, especially in the 60s and even before in the 50s, it was just sort of like getting through the motions and the beats of what the story needs to be. And yeah, sure, there, there probably, I guess there is like a few scenes, and I'm not saying that's not like valid, because there are some lulls and there are some scenes that like, okay, why are we watching him 
turn on the car and drive away in the car because that's taking forever. That, that was that okay. That was another thing. Every time they're driving away in a car, it's going. <laughs> I mean, obviously the cars don't go that fast, and the cars they're driving are just kind of like. It actually really takes some time for them to turn it on. Yeah, <laughs> just it, on that the- was really that that was really like okay. Don't need to see this car drive off. You yeah, know? I, I get that. You that know, that like, necessarily to me didn't really add anything. So I understand yeah. that because there were times where it just like it just showing him trying to like but light that the headlights. Climbing, the climbing scene that was like that's a little long. Like I, I mean, I, I to me it, it added to the suspense of what that was because what that what it could have been. I don't was know. That we all already they had to do was we already just, saw Judex climb up, and then we see the character Daisy climb up. And then we see all this kind of like, uh, like you know, his help climb up, you know, and that. But it, that's but it's when also, it gets like, okay, I, yeah, we've seen this, I, you know. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you're right. That's true. We do see those other people climb up, but they climb up pretty fast. And that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, this is like more of like a slow ascension of these. Like, you I mean, know, they're, they're, it's I also mean, more of a timing thing because you know, once um, Jude X gets in the building and all this stuff happens, and I'm not trying to give too much away because honestly, there's some twists in this movie. There's and a I, lot of twists. And I don't want to give too much away if anyone's going to try to yeah, watch it. I don't uh, want yeah, to spoil too much of those twists because I think that if you know all the twists, then that really is going to take away from watching this movie. You're going to be like, Ugh, why yeah. am I watching this? You know? But yeah, so Judex gets in the building. But I just, to me, I just, that again, it's just a scene that there, there's uh, someone in this building and Judex, he's got his... He's got his cape on. He's got his fedora on, mm-hmm. and he's also a magician. A magician, so he's got yeah. these sleight of hand tricks that he does. But so he's going in the building, and his like sidekick guys are climbing up the side of the building, and it does kind of take forever. We kind of watch them actually slowly ascend up on the top of the building. When yes, they could have probably just went through the door and climbed up the stairs and gone through there, but that would have just been too. And quick. we also see the little pegs that they're climbing, like you know. Like. And also, well, but also like it, it would have been too quick because the timing. We needed to see the suspense of like you know because Judex sort of gets captured inside. Mm. There's little suspense things, you know. They they yeah. can't be there right away. They have to show up at like those right times. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Where it's like they're able to sort of help or at least kind of do things. They can't be there when those other things are happening. Yeah, so it makes well, sense. It's, well, guess, it gives that like suspense. I guess especially at that time, it's one of those things where it was like, oh, wow, they're climbing up the wall. You exactly. Know? Like, it's just it, kind of exciting. But And also because it's like, yeah, we don't really see that. And and, and again, it's, it's like this real like a slow ascension. So I don't know. To me, it just gave like a mood for, mm-hmm. for myself personally. It gave me like a real nice like mood of what he was trying to do. And, and I don't know. It, it, some parts, again, did have a lull and they did seem long. But I think what he did here, because... You know, he is combining sort of like silent film aspects and like these, mm-hmm. these different things in this film. So it is easy to kind of get bored with something like this. Um, and, and I can kind of understand where you're coming from. But for me, I just really like the little little things he did in terms of it just felt like a superhero movie. But from back in the 60s before they really knew how to make superhero yeah, movies. I mean, not- yeah, they were, make, they were making certain superhero movies and superhero things. But they, they really didn't know what they were like trying to do with yeah it. yeah i mean yeah it's like a it does feel like a different kind of film like especially the story part you know where it is this vigilante kind of like and uh you know like you don't know what he's doing you don't know if he's good or kind of bad i don't know you know like you you kind of don't know what he's doing because it's just so like uh a little bit vague i guess or well, kind yeah, of like indecisive like yeah you know, from like, what i read the idea is that in in the story that it's based on He's mm-hmm. more like righteous. He has more of like a, a, a personality himself of being like, oh, like this is why I'm doing this. I'm doing this for this. I'm trying to help these people. We don't get that in the film because yeah. I guess the director wanted to make him more of like, 
you know, sort of like that ghost of Christmas past. Sort of that, like, mm. he's just, you know, he's like a like a figure that's, like, haunting you and, like, chasing you around to try to, like, yeah. make you turn good or something. Yeah. Even though, that obviously, that doesn't... It doesn't actually, like, follow through with the, throughout the whole film, especially towards the end, with, like, kind of the twist that you get of yeah. him and, like, you know what I mean, him and the daughter that mm. kind of happen. And, again, I'm trying not to give too much away because I really feel like... I, I, you know, before we even get to like last thoughts or anything, like I really feel like people should watch this. I really do. I think it's a good double feature to like see that, especially with like the Batman uh, Phantasm animated movie, because it's like this this like spectrum of like yeah, because two- especially Batman the Phant- Mask of the Phantasm, it's a a little bit uh, year one Batman, you know, right? Like in their like. Not necessarily the Frank Frank Miller version, but they're like Bruce Tim and yeah, the animated other, series version. You know, like yeah, it's something else. You know, like kind of telling retelling of that that version of Batman. You know, but but also too, it's like a really good, um, you know, because we all know the, you know, the Tim Burton Batman's. We all know the Nolan Batman's. We all know the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We all know like we know all the this Zack shit. Snyder Batman. We know the <laughs> Zack Snyder Batman's. We know all that shit, right? <laughs> yeah. And these are like literally these two films are literally two sides of of you know they're on like different sides of the spectrum. They're not they're not those yeah. in any way. They're not like they they are things that are I think are taken more so as art than they are just look. Well, look and we, you know what, we we both like the do the you know Marvel what else? Movies. Uh, Gregoris uh, Fraju has done. Has he done anything? Like I don't. I, I really didn't look him up that much. You know, like to see if he's like you know if he has another film on the Criterion Collection or is that like or is that? Yes, uh, the other thing that he's actually known for, which he's known for more so, is Eyes Without a Face. Oh, okay. Which is on the Criterion Collection? Yes, that's yes. also on the Criterion. So yes. that like I think that sort of overshadows this particular thing mm. because that one I feel like is more like horror, more stylish, more yeah. You know, th- and okay. this has some style to it. Yeah, it does. It, it does. does. I'm not saying it doesn't. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. It's just kind of the pacing was just got you. Slow. No, no. I, it was I, really kind of like, I don't, yeah. It was just it was kind of slow. It was it was yeah. slow, but not in like you know. And I can watch a slow movie, but it's just one of those things where it's just like. You know, how, like I said in the last episode, very procedural almost. You know, it's just like we have to do this to do this to do this. You know, gotcha. You know? Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like, okay, like yeah, I'm I'm here, but I'm not because it's not. It's almost it's a little uninteresting kind of. You know, okay. I don't know. I yeah, didn't yeah. present it in like a way that I was like, yeah, this you know this needs to be on Criterion or something like that. But I mean, some aspects do. You know, because of what went. Because you also have to think of when the time this film came out, you know, 1963. Like, I'm, you know, obviously from the 80s or whatever, but, like, you know, like, this is, like, something a little newer to audiences, you know, and how it how it's, like, treating the film and the story, you know. Right, and I feel like, uh, I mean, again, this is, I don't, I don't, we don't, I don't have facts here, I don't really know, but I feel like the idea of the vigilante is very much an American thing. And so, like, to kind of see that in, like, you know, like in France... Mm. is like pretty i don't know that's like an interesting thing because it's i don't know it's one of those things where it's just like yeah like i get like what what are you doing like is that right what this guy's doing judex is doing is it like is it really honorable because he's acting like mm. a crazy ass fool he's going around doing magic and just like doing weird stuff it doesn't like you know that's one thing i, I guess, guess that one I, of the things too is that like it's one of those like you know uh, 
Judex, you don't know where he's really coming from, you know? I get you. I, and that, that, that was just going to say. And that's, that's kind of, that's, that might be a little boring too, that yes. it'd be an origin story for Judex or something like that. But no, no, I no. Also I don't need, think that would be boring. But, but I a think little, that would like, add a little something. context, you know, gotcha. to his backstory or why he's this vigilante. And that's why I'm bringing know? that up. I was just going to say that that is probably why it, it might add those lulls and those little yeah. things because you really don't have, you don't, you more, you dig deep more into what's going on with the banker his daughter mm-hmm. and then you do the Catwoman lady who's the nanny yeah like because i mean come on that's Catwoman. she right? was great yeah she was she's awesome, great you know? and she has that Catwoman flavor yeah she looks like Catwoman. she's got the black tight she's mm-hmm. got the mask yeah. she also just has that same kind of like she's using her like you know kind of like sexuality Womanly woes like, to like, like to kind of know, like take over men and use yeah. that against that like, she knows men. how to use it for sure she knows how to use yeah, it and, and that's that like that was a really cool thing to and see how especially stupid men are you know of course yeah because yeah, men are gonna like just be stupid yeah. and it makes sense yeah use that against us ladies yeah. like fucking fuck us over and take our money i'm not even kidding yeah. <laughs> like we deserve it take but, all my money yeah seriously like but that that's that's what yeah because i would never even see her as a bad guy she was kind of like she was actually pretty cool they should have joined well, forces. That's, that's she should have, her and Judex should have became a team. That's one of those things too, where they've made yeah. Catwoman more of like right. she's not necessarily a. It's bad, like an antihero. Yeah, yeah, an antihero, and she's all like pretty much a vigilante too. You know, yeah. she's stealing from the rich, like a Robin Hood kind of character. You know, almost, and that's pretty cool. You know, and you can kind of see where she's coming from, and she becomes like more of the interesting character. Uh, um, that's true. Diane Monty Francis Bruges role. Well, wouldn't you say to at least watch it for her? Because that's one of the things where I feel like yeah. well, every time she's on the screen and anytime she's it's in interesting. The, it's very it's, it's, it's dynamic. Like, it's electric. It's like very like a where it's the more Channing, lively. The Channing Paul character, the guy who's kind of the vigilante, is a little boring. You know, he is boring because he's not an actor. Yeah, and that was the thing. I think that's why. I mean, it was something that I read. Why I I that's why he was sort of stripped of all his personality mm-hmm. because they just needed him to like do the like kind of sleight of hand magic stuff yeah because he does it like really on film when he's yeah. like pulling doves out of like stuff yeah as a sleeve in his hand or whatever yeah you know? he's really doing magic tricks like because he knows how she, to do them yeah so that, that, def- that does kind of suck she does definitely become more of the character where like yeah why i mean why haven't they made a good Catwoman movie you know it's like yeah. god damn it like because she she is like a star like uh and is an interesting character and yeah. not just black and white you know yeah like, she, it, like like where yeah, they tr- exactly. where they keep on trying to make joker not so black and white you know and make him like uh interesting and like you know like have this kind of backstory it's like okay we've no one cares about the joker anymore and, and almost, as much you know? as i enjoy seeing harley quinn going on the big screen yeah like why haven't we got like a, 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 bat, cat a woman movie, movie, movie like that like a real good like god damn it like this is just upsetting me now. <laughs> but that's but that's why it's I feel like it pairs well too because it just has that like yeah. you know you I literally was watching this and I was like, "Oh, you know what? I'm going to think of this as like a Catwoman movie." Yeah. If you think of it as like a Catwoman movie, it's like really good. Yeah. And there's like a bunch of like just cool stuff that they do with her, you know what I mean? Like just the way she like walks. Like you know, she like yeah. tiptoes and stuff. Like she's the, much, yeah. She's way more interesting than fucking the visual anti character, like uh, absolutely, Judex, absolutely. You know, yeah. and I, I and just sort really of like has that. like a story and like yeah, and motivation to her, for like sure, you know, for where sure. like because she's like because uh, Favrex is like proposing to her and trying to marry her and stuff like that, and she won't, you know, even though she kind of maybe should and kill him you know and get his money yeah but, she should have and she but, knew that after she's he, trying yeah. to like get his you know like she 
I mean, like that's more in like for this movie. I think that's more interesting. You know, like absolutely. Yeah. I I agree with you. Yeah. yeah look, I, you know, I can't really say you know you're wrong for thinking the way you think because you're right. There is that idea if they would have dug deep, more deep, deeper into Judex and to who he is and why he's doing the things he does. I think this would have really been like a super interesting movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time. I didn't really mind that. I didn't really mind that he was just that figure that just appears with a bird head, or he just like you know he just like appears. He looked in the cooler shadows. with a bird head. Honestly. He did look cool. That was a really cool. That's what I'm saying. Mm. There's just like a, a bunch of cool shots like that, mm. especially like I mean I know I know because it was like the '60s and I'm sure like they couldn't really get it. But that scene with the dogs, where the dogs come and protect the the daughter when they're mm. trying to take her, when the Catwoman and her like uh, partner are trying to like take yeah. her out of the house, and all the dogs come out of the come out of the uh like trees mm-hmm. and they like they, they're just like growling oh, at them yeah, yeah. and so they like put her down on the ground and they just like slowly walk away and then you see the dog with the paw on her like protecting her yeah. and then judex comes out and like those are like his dogs or whatever yeah, yeah. like i thought that was pretty cool for that time because you know nowadays obviously they could have done a lot better because they would have been able to train the dogs to do like more yeah, and stuff like that so sure. you know it, it's a little underwhelming mm-hmm. in those scenes but it's just kind of nice to see, like, the, the Criterion knows that, like, look, this is where it kind of started. You know, yeah. the stuff that you're seeing in all these new superhero movies, the stuff that, that you're seeing, even, like, Dick Tracy and stuff, it, it kind of has, like, that, you know what I mean? Like, the, it got it from this, I feel like. You yeah, know what I'm saying? For sure. There's just, like, different things with the little kid, you know? Like, it just has that, like, vibe of all those sort of old school you know, like we said, Dick Tracy, the spirit, um, the old Batman. The, but yeah, the it has these Batman vibes, like you said, like earlier, like uh, the woman being the Batgirl, you know, kind of uh, stuff like that. And yeah, the young kid, maybe Robin, you yeah. know, stuff like that. And obviously Commissioner Gordon and everything, you know, it it is all those things, you know, like it has all those elements, but it's still like figuring it out, you know. Yes, it, it's and, like the very beginning of yeah. that. Yeah. And that's that's kind of always like a cool thing to see, you know, that's not necessarily that's not necessarily a bad thing, you know. Right. It's cool. Like, yeah. You know, and you like, don't necessarily have to think that know? it's like the, the best movie ever or something. Yeah. I'm not, and I'm saying you. I'm just saying like our viewers mm-hmm. and our, our viewers, our listeners. And if you're going to watch that movie, like know that like, yeah, you could like think like, oh, I thought that was boring, but it's just kind of cool to experience yeah. films that you know you've already seen all these new superhero films yeah. like watch kind of the older ones see what like they were doing before yeah. see like and you know he's got some moves on him he does mm. some good stuff in here like yeah. he does a lot of good stuff I, I really love the whole thing where they're trying to you know the Catwoman lady and her her partner are trying to break into uh tr- to find these like documents so they're breaking in this thing yeah. and like this little like cloth thing grabs the guy's hand while he's trying to like break into the that lock. That was kind of funny, yeah. Yeah, there, there, there's like little cool things like that where I feel yeah. like they, they, they didn't really do that back then, you yeah. know? And now, and like to see that in there, I was like, oh, that's like, that's really a comic book thing. Like, that's a crazy comic book yeah, thing. Yeah, it felt more like, yeah, it should be a little more campier because, like, oh, yeah, your hand is just going to, like, I mean, yeah, it is going to be right there. How yeah, but easy. not exactly like but that. But it's yeah, just yeah. like, okay, yeah. Like, that's too, like, yeah, it's very on comic the nose book. and yeah, com- comical. I mean, that's, that's and, how like, comic yeah. book stuff is. It's yeah. very on the nose. All that stuff, like, is just like that. But know? that's one of those things I could probably see in, like, the Christopher Nolan Batman things, you yes. know? Like, yeah. where it would, like, it would have that serious kind of tone to it, but also... I was just going to say, You know, yeah. I also could have seen it in Batman 66 or whatever, you know? Where like, that, I feel like he might... I feel like there's no way Nolan hasn't watched this he's movie. He's seen Judas, yeah, for th- sure. Yeah, there's yes. no, like, influence from yeah, that, definitely. right? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Especially, I mean, obviously... Even watching with both of these, it's just, well, I mean, obviously, I mean, this is not something that anyone is anything new, but obviously he watched 
Phantasm and this. Yes. And made his Batman movies because mm-hmm. there's both of those are in He did his, his research. Yeah, yeah they're sure. both definitely bleed into mm-hmm. his films. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get in the last thoughts for I I'm think. down. Yeah. I'm down with it. All right. My last thoughts on Judex is it's on the Criterion channel. I wouldn't say rush out and see it, but I think it does make a good double feature with uh, Mask of the Phantasm because, again, they're two different movies on, on, on the whole different end of the spectrum of superhero films and what that is. And so... You know, you can, you know, as much as I enjoy the Iron Mans, you know, I enjoy the Dark Knights. I enjoy, uh, you know, the Avengers Infinity Wars, the the new Suicide Squad from James Gunn. Loved it. Had a great time with it. But I would never put those into the Criterion Collection. You know what I'm saying? I would never bring any of those into that. And, you know, and again, I love the Dark Knight. Love Batman Begins. Wouldn't bring it to the Criterion Collection. Whoa. whoa, whoa. We started this podcast because of the Dark Knight. (laughs) That's the only move I've ever seen. So I'm surprised that I'm not bringing it every time. I'm surprised every episode isn't just us talking about the Dark Knight. (laughs) But (laughs) it's just like, yeah, every episode we're just arguing different Batmans. The Joker's sick. Well, I don't know why you don't think so. I don't know how, you know. when I saw Infinity War, I thought, this is cinema. Scorsese is an idiot. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I would never bring into those films, too. But it makes sense why you would bring, uh, you know, Judex. Phantasm. Yeah. No, no, but Phantasm, why you would bring Phantasm You're, and why Judex oh. is in the collection. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that makes sense yes. That because they're, they're, they're not those. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're higher art than that, mm-hmm. I, I would say. Yeah. And Judex is a good time. It's got a lot of good twists and turns. I didn't want... We, we could have probably really got deep into those and really, like, like spoiled them for you, but, but I think yeah, you should I guess experience you them. you should see them, like... Because that'll make the you film don't expect a little, that. Yeah, you like, don't. Of the film, you know, at all. I don't, yeah, you really don't. Yeah, at all. Yeah, but, I mean, they're kind of... They're a little cheesy, too, at the same time. Like, a little the, cheesy. The twists, the like, yeah. turns, like... Because I, I you can yeah. kind of see them coming. Like, at, at least the first one. At least the first one. Okay, the I'll one, give you that. I was like, that has to be, like... You know, it's going to be, like, it's just... Yeah, you know, like you know what I'm talking about. No, for sure, but I but I feel like most people won't. I bet you they won't. Yeah. They won't watch it like that because yeah. they won't expect it, like yeah. you said. And, and it doesn't. It does well, especially it. It is kind of cheesy, but it doesn't play out as you think it would. You know, right? And so, it doesn't really come off as a thing that's supposed to have twists. And it doesn't harp it's, on. It that, seems you know? pretty straightforward. Yeah. They just go with the twists and stuff like that. So I really and, well, there, maybe there's two. There's two because yeah, the makeup. Look, okay. <laughs> stop giving everything away, all right? All right. Look, I'm sorry. experience these twists because you want to you wanna twist and shout. And this is the best way this to do no it. This ain't no split. <laughs> Get the Criterion channel. Check it out. Um, I recommend it, honestly. And I give this um, I give this three bird heads, three bird head masks. Oh, wow. And you'll see that when, uh, when you watch it because that's one of my favorite scenes. I just really loved mm-hmm. a lot of the visuals in this. I really think that uh, the director, uh, Franjou, Georges Franjou, Franjou, right? Franjou, uh, Georges. Yes, Georges, Georges Franjou. I believe he really, uh, you know, he went at this material like in the way that you know, Nolan and the people who take the, the, the this stuff seriously. He he could have just came at it in like a goofy way, but I really think he took this seriously, and I really enjoyed the twists and turns and the visuals that he brought to it. So I would say check it out on the Criterion Channel. Um, if you need my password, hit me up. <laughs> Because uh, I just want you guys to watch Criterion movies. Mondo, what are your last thoughts on this? Yeah, that's funny. I'm going to give it a 3 2, you know, like after seeing it, you know. It just, it wasn't, it was that. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I kind of expected maybe like a 2.5 or maybe like. Not a 2.5. Two two. I mean, you know, that's kind of like, uh, 
teetering on bad almost, you know? Okay. Or, but I mean, three. Yeah, I guess I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I would, I thought you were give it a little higher or maybe three and a half. Oh yeah. No, I mean, if it's over like a three, that means that like, I want to buy it and I want to get it. You know, this one, I I don't think I would purchase this, but I I enjoyed the watch. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad that like, that's, that's kind of what I'm coming at it from where it's like, I appreciate that we got to this movie to Mm -hmm. see, like I said, to see. Yeah, because like, who who knows how long I uh, it would have taken me to see see this movie or ever right. see this movie. Yeah, not for this podcast or just you in know, general. Yeah, 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 or even by the cover or whatever. You know, like right. or just stuff like that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, I'm glad I saw. I'm I'm glad I saw it. You know, like I want to I want to see I want to experience. It was a good experience. I want to see all these. I want to see all these Criterion films. You know, it's just it's just a matter of time. Yeah, got you. You know, no, and I, and again, I understand like your your boring critique of it. You know what I mean? Like, I get yes. it. I get that. I'm yeah. I'm not even trying to because usually I would maybe like fight back, but I completely get that because people are gonna think that because I again there was some lulls for me. It was like yeah. a little slow for me at times, but you know, just sort of in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. and they're just really reading about it and really just kind of reading the criterion stuff about it. If you read, you know, the stuff that's on the side about it, mm-hmm. you can really kind of get a sense of like, oh, okay, you kind of see what they're doing. And you're yeah, really, where they're coming you can from. Appreciate and, it, yeah. You know, it's just appreciation for it, you know? Yeah. Whereas like, like, you know, I feel like we're going <clears> to <throat> bring this up <clears throat> always now as the example, but the last wave, <laughs> like that's one of those ones where I just want to, I just want to let listeners know I didn't bring up the last wave this time. It's Jordan. <laughs> but because it, it, it is sort of a good example of like, you know, we really had to like dig deep into that to really make a conversation for that movie because there was nothing there. And here I feel like, you know, there was something to latch on to. I feel like I really could like watch this and be like, oh, okay, like I can talk about this. Mm. And the last wave was like, ah, I'm going to figure out something. Yeah. <laughs> no. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I I do know what you're saying. I yeah. know exactly what you're saying with about the last wave. Yeah, I I watched it. And yeah, yeah. I watched yeah, yeah. it more no, than I once. Get, I, get, I get what you're saying. <laughs> you know? I get what and you the, get. What I'm get. What, yeah, what. <laughs> but yeah, Judex like it's kind of it's cool to see where like kind of the, these like th- like these themes develop like these vigilante things these characters kind of like where people really gravitated toward them and was like oh i can do something else with them maybe you know and really like expand on them you know not necessarily uh, Bob Kane but you know, other writers of yeah, Batman you know, and, and stuff and, like that. And it know? goes back to like Robin Hood. It's kind of like that yeah. idea. You know, it's like that whole thing. Um, you know what? So, you know, forget about Jude X. What's Jude next? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm bringing in Batman Mask of the Phantasm 1993, Jordan. Wait a minute. So you're telling me you're not bringing Batman 89. Nope. You're not bringing the Dark Knight. Nope. And you're not bringing <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League, the 20 hour cut. Nope. You're bringing what again? <laughs> Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Ooh, animated. Only animated Batman film, right? To be released in theaters. Uh, yes, yes. It was in theaters. It's got the theatrical run. Yep, yes. yep, yep. That's why we count Not it. Not very That's long why we or whatever, but... Well, it was... I mean, Criterion put out Akira. Did that come out in theaters? Yeah, it had to. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know either. Yeah. But it must have. I it mean, it has <laughs> since then for sure. But yeah, you know what but I mean. But at the though. time, yeah. yeah, before that. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's come uh, like especially in, you know, Japanese theaters probably. Right? I mean here though is what I mean. I uh, guess uh-huh. I just mean here. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, yeah. It must have. Okay. Anyway, Phantasm. It is a movie. It is an actual. It's a film. And, it's, it, and it's also our first animated movie here on the uh, Criterion on the old Cult pod, Film on the old Podcast. Yes. 
I don't know. Yeah, it is. It's an animated film. I don't know what else you want me to say about this. Oh no, I was just I was just letting everyone know that. You, well, what I want you to say is who's in it and what's going on. With okay, it. What's so the plot? God Batman damn it. Batman is wrong wrong wrongly implicated in a uh, series of murders of mob bosses, actually done by a new vigil anti assassin. Sounds a like new, an animated movie to me. Yeah, there's a new vigil anti in, <laughs> in town, and they're killing people. Uh-huh. Which Batman uh, does not do, right? He needs them to be brought to uh, trial. Yeah, he doesn't you know, like that. Yeah, he's not the he's a vigilante, but he's not the like uh, he's not Judge Dredd. You know, right? Yeah, most vigilantes like to kill. He's not a killer. Yeah. He's not Death Wish. Yeah, so I mean, a billion people directed this. A billion people wrote well, this. Well, one. who's the main director? So there's Bruce Tim, this director, uh, writer Alan uh, Burnett and Paul Dini and Martin. Pascal and yeah, Michael Reeves. Again, this is an animated film, so there's a bunch of sequence directors. Yeah, that, that they have to. They, you know, obviously the main director just sort of lets them know mm-hmm. what he, how he wants to see these things, and they like have to direct those actual sequence yeah. in the animation. Or write so, them, you know, yeah. yeah, it's like a certain thing. But yeah. but and then of course but Bruce Tim is the main guy. Yeah, Bruce Tim is yeah. the guy, and then Alan Burnett is probably the main writer, and so Paul Dini probably too actually. Right, because uh, they're both uh, they write on the animated show and have gone. To do more with Batman too, you know, like comics and more of the animated series stuff kind of stuff. Gotcha. You know, and okay, so obviously Kevin Conroy is Batman, Bruce Wayne. Wait, uh, so are they the, are they the creators of Harley Harley Quinn? Uh, Paul Dini and Bruce Tim are. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, because Harley yeah. Quinn was from the animated series, yes, right? From uh, this but, particular one. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Paul Dini and Bruce Tim who are the creators of. Uh, ah, right. or it might bitch just be paul dini but i feel it's like both of them okay you know, nice i nice. take credit for it but yeah 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 because she's an animated series uh character right only, that's where she know. came from yeah. she didn't come from the comics yeah, and then for those she who came don't. into the lore of batman right. and comics and all that because she was just so fun and yeah. so like so many people liked her yeah from this you know anyway sorry Mondo. well not from this but from the no no from series. the animated series yeah. my bad yeah yeah you're not from she's the not movie. she's not in batman 93 she's not no. But the Joker is. But the Joker is. Okay, so we have Kevin Conroy as Batman, Bruce Wayne, uh, Dinah Delaney as Andrea uh, Beaumont, uh, Bob Hastings as Commissioner Gordon, uh, Stacey Keach as the father of Andrea Beaumont and the voice of the Phantasm. And then we have a couple of old guys. Uh, Hart Bircher as Arthur Rivas. Uh, oh, well, he's from, um, he's not an old guy. But Abe Vigoda as Salva, uh, Salvatore Valestra, yep. uh, Dick Miller as Chuck Soule, yep. and then of course we have Mark Hamill as the Joker. Yep. I know all. Everyone fucking knows that. Everyone and, loves it. Everyone yeah. knows Mark Hamill is the Joker, the Joker of the animated series. They love it. They can't get enough of it. They want him to do every Joker incarnation, even the Dark Knight one. And let's not forget composer. Shirley Walker. Shirley Walker, yes. Who did all the who did all the main themes for the animated series and yeah, this film. And this film, yeah. yeah. Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Yep. And so anytime you hear that beginning when you're watching that animated series, that's Shirley Walker. Let's give her that credit. Woo. Yeah. Stop woo, woo. fucking stop overlooking her. Yeah. A lot of people think it's probably John Williams or something. No. <laughs> it's Shirley Walker. Yeah. Or Oingo Boingo. Or an Oingo Boingo. <laughs> yeah. They do. Yeah, but yeah, which I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Or Mothersboro or Devo. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But Modern anyway, level. Mask of the Phantasm, Mask 93. Mask of the Phantasm. I'm, What's up with it? So I, I'm really upset that I didn't see it when it came out in theaters. I got it on uh, home video from same Fetco. I, we went to, my mom had to go grocery shopping or whatever at Fetco. And I probably saw it on the shelves, that clamshell. And I was like, get me this shit, mom. I am yeah. also, the same thing with you. I, I feel that regret of not seeing it in the theaters. Because yeah. I remember when it was out in theaters. And I remember that I could have saw it. But for some reason, I was like, eh. Yeah, I don't it's know. just the animated thing. Like, like again, I, I just, like the clamshell thing. I thought, yeah. I was just like, I would just get one of those. I'll yeah. just get the clamshell. It's a home video. It yeah, it's, a home, it's got like, the pearl in it. Yeah. You know? Straight to video. It's easier. It, it was easier yeah. that way for me when I was a kid. I wasn't mm. like trying to go to the movie theater like all the damn time. Really? You know? I was. I, I mean, was. not for something like that. I, don't, I guess I just, yeah, it just seemed like, oh, that's just an animated, you know, and that's what I guess what I, what I want to get into here is that to me, I never thought of it as a movie. I just mm-hmm. thought of it as like a longer special episode yeah. on the on the TV show. Yeah, you know where it could, could be cut in, cut up into like maybe three parts or something like that. Yeah, it could be a two parter. Yeah, you know. But it was. But I mean, okay. So, Mask of the Phantasm. When I was a kid, when I saw it, I was like, I was maybe kidding myself a little bit, as a kitty. Were you kidding <laughs> yourself? Because <laughs> I, I don't know if I ever really got it when I was a kid. You know. And not until I was older when I watched it, I was like, oh, shit, this is like What do you a think movie. you didn't get about it? I don't know. It just felt like so like so serious. And it's not very like action packed or Batman, you know, like very true. You know, like a, a lot of it, like uh, that's maybe one of my critiques, too, about uh, Kevin Conroy is that he's always Bruce Wayne and he's never Batman kind of, you know, and it's just kind of like this, like almost love story, like, you know, we're like. And especially because it's shifting like back and forth between time, you know, like uh, uh, like 10 years before, 10 years later, almost, you know, and I never really understood maybe like how like it worked sort of when I was younger, but just kind of watch it because it was Batman, you know. Right. But now watching it, I see as a much deeper story and kind of understanding, understanding uh, Diana or Andrea Beaumont's character more so and seeing where she's coming from and why she becomes that vigilante and a little bit and understanding Batman a little more too and my and reading more comics and stuff like that and how this is all like a kind of like a year one story too of Batman you know and like a retelling or maybe just like a a small aspect of it you know where he's really becoming figuring out Batman and who he is and what he wants to do and with that trauma that he he's dealing with because we all know like you know that's one of those things too about wait what happened to batman <laughs> you know you under like where it's one of those things too where they overdo that uh batman's backstory of his parents being killed and then them showing that to death you know i mean obviously it was cool in 89 because we kind of didn't know that you know but it and therefore on like it's kind of shown like at nauseum, you know, especially with the new ones, you know, like and well, you know, it's it's a huge part of it. It's it's um, you yeah. know, that's his. That's why he's yeah. Batman. You really can't be. You really can't talk about Batman without talking about his parents. Yeah, it's I a, mean, it's that, a huge ho- part of the character. You know, yeah. he, homie's got daddy issues for sure. Yeah. Like he's just got big, like you know, yeah. he he just and thinks, this one you see that too, yeah. but it's telling it in a different way where like, you know, he's visiting the grave or that that the portrait of he has has them in like this. You know, like gigantic living room he has, you know, and it's kind of a chair and that, you know, in the fireplace. And that's kind of like, you know, I feel that gives more uh, much 
like a little more to the character you know of course every, uh, of uh, of us just kind of knowing that yeah his parents were killed and murdered you know in front of him as a little boy you know and that's kind of like i feel that gives a little deeper like a deeper aspect to batman and not always having to show his parents being murdered you know well, stuff like that yeah no yeah, yeah i get you i get for sure and also for me i feel like this it really this movie mask of the phantasm is literally just like a love like an not not anti-love story but it's like a love story in terms of like yeah they there's not he could just never there's no way he's going to be able to like ever actually have a relationship relationship or date someone or marry someone or do anything like that if he wants to continue being batman Mm -hmm. because batman is going to take all that time up and like so a lot of that like like you said you know being a kid and i you know i don't obviously didn't know this when i was a kid but when i was younger i really didn't find it boring but there is a lot of that in this movie where it's just building the relationship between him and uh and andrea, andrea, beaumont, andrea yeah. beaumont like there's no yeah he's not really i don't know he's not doing much like detective work to try to try to find out who the phantasm is He's, yeah, right. He's doing, he's doing more detective work to try not to find out where Andrea's hotel room is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that like yeah, it gives he's you more that, like Bruce Bain. It, <laughs> it gives you that one like little aspect of detectiveness where he gets the piece of glass, you know, and has like the, you know the chemical on it, and that's right, which is and, fine. You know, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not saying that's like a bad thing of it, but but yeah, yeah I mean, even the movies kind of really don't go in the. To, the detective aspect as much you know Well, they do like the same thing they bring it up a little bit they bring yeah. up that one little scene where like oh yep. yeah he found a bullet and so he's gonna like yeah. test it or something. yeah analyze yeah. it and stuff like that i feel like you know the most the one that did that the most is uh the first bat well 89 batman with michael keaton you know where he does feel a little more detective-y sort of you know like a little like not but but not much but obviously the later obviously all the other films really don't feel like that detective-y you know like um, I, honestly, I feel like um, Dark Knight has a little more of a detective feel. How so? Uh, just because he, like, he really is like trying to figure out who the Joker is. I mean, in, in Batman '89, he's just like he's pretty... analyzing the the Joker's gas and stuff and where he got it from and that that kind of stuff. You know? Yeah, he's not really trying to find out who the Joker is necessarily. Like, he it's does. Not... Yeah, he does. But but I, but in the Dark Knight, it, it it really is just there's like these little things. Like you know, he finds uh there's always things that Joker just leaves clues for him, but again, it's not even that that good. It's yeah. still a little more detective-y than it's very than surface. You, for it's sure, it's very surface. Yeah. I'm not even trying to say that it's mm. like a good way. It just I feel like that's the time that I've seen it the most, in my opinion. Mm. But because I, here I used to think, sure. eh, a little bit, but yeah. I used to think that Phantasm had a bunch of it, but it doesn't. He doesn't really need to do much in yeah. here to find out who everybody yeah, he's is. Really not which, is to, fine, which is fine. That is weird that he's really not trying to find out who the phantasm is, you know? Because he's being accused that, he, you know, he's I doing mean, all these even murders. Even Andrea like, figures out who Batman is pretty fast. Yeah, that like where it's like, oh, yeah, just because you were saying, oh, but yeah, that kind of just makes sense almost, you know? Sure, it does. Because she heard him talking, I'm sure, like, because yeah. he was like right there as Batman talking to his parents. But grave. that's that's one of those like real world things. Is like, oh, you don't know who Superman is, you know? It's just like. It's obvious, but like to those characters in the in around them, don't Absolutely. know, you know, right? Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's kind of like one of those, yeah. And like, but I'm not trying to say this is a bad thing. What I'm saying yeah. is that I think that's um, that kind of elevates why this is good and why you know it sort of stands the test of time in a mm-hmm. way because it is just like a love story about that where it, and it's not even a happy ending love story. 
it's, yeah that's it's very, very true it doesn't very like tie just, up everything in like a yeah. neat, nice, nice little battery realistic yeah. where he's yeah. just like yeah no i can't we're not gonna be able to be with each other and she's like yeah i can't be with you either, and she knows gonna, that too i'm gonna do my own thing yeah. too and you're gonna do your own she thing. had to do what she had to do yeah you know. which is a great you know and again we would talk about how like which a, makes it feel not which makes it feel a lot more adult than it, it should feels, be. It, a like, lot more adult. Not a kid's film, you know? A lot more adult and a lot more um, character in, you know, in the female character. Yeah. Which, you know, a lot of times that's not really the case in these which kind is of always cartoons. Like, yeah, it takes the back burner for sure. Yeah, they'll and usually just be of, like a femme fatale. And she sort of isn't really even that in this. Yeah. She's not even really that. She's very, like, kind of capable and smart. And she's just very, like, witty. Yeah. She's never, like, trying to, like, be all, like, slick. Maybe to the to that other guy. That, that she talks to through the accounting guy. Yeah. Uh, but but not even really that much. She you Arthur know, Reeves. Yeah. Arthur Reeves. Yeah. Character, yeah. Yeah. What is what is he? He's from Die Hard. He's from Die Hard. And if you hear the voice, you'll immediately realize who he is in Die He's Hard. He's literally the same character yeah. from Die Hard. Yeah. Like that sleazy guy yeah. that's going to try to hit on your wife because he works with her. Mm-hmm. Like, But yeah. So that's kind of the only time she really kind of, I don't know, like kind of uh, uses someone in a way. But for the most part, I mean, she's pretty, like... I don't know. It was pretty cool, like, to watch this again and see her as, like, this character of, like, oh, yeah, like, she don't need, like, Batman. She, don't, like, doesn't need anybody. Like, she just does yeah. whatever the hell she wants to do. And to make that... Like, she went after the Joker. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you yeah, can't exactly. go after the Joker. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta have balls to go after the Joker. Mm-hmm. And not balls in the, like, actual physical sense, but in, you know... Yeah, you know so I mean? in that sense, like, it's guts. definitely, like... <laughs> A little ahead of its time because it's using like the female character and it's kind of doing a twist in that way you know where you don't suspect that like especially as a young kid you know like you don't and and especially because she never she never listens to what he says and she never just like 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 most unfortunately the way that they write female characters is to make them that love makes them change yeah oh i'm in love with this person so then i won't do that Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen to her doesn't happen to bruce either a little bit more little to bit, Bruce, but, but it doesn't happen he, completely. Yeah, he still realizes that no, I've got to do this yeah. promise to my parents. He's really fighting it, you know. He's really fighting and, it. And, but but and you know what I'm saying? Too like, at the end of the film, he like realizes a little bit more that he is going to give that up if this works out, you know. And right. they would understand, you know, not that they wouldn't before, because I think obviously his parents they just want to. S- yeah, his parents just want to see him happy, you know. Yeah. Like they don't want to see him like fighting crime and putting himself in danger every night and fighting these like. Psych- psychotic characters you know like they want to see their son happy and of be course. able to li- you know live his life and, yeah they, I, I doubt you know, they the, i doubt they want him to be he's making he's anyway. making this promise to himself yeah, just, that he should, he's making up in, in his, his head, head yes yeah. which we all do probably i don't of know course. Like, you know like, i mean it is that thing right like you have you know if somebody you know especially if someone you know who dies like that in some sort of tragic way or some horrific way and you make up that promise to them you're going to, like, try to, like, you know, you're going to keep that in your head and be like, well, regardless of my happiness or regardless of whether I feel good about doing this or my health, I'm going to, like, keep that promise. I'm going to, because I said that to my parents who were dead, but obviously they don't care. They want you to be happy. Yeah. Bruce, baby, be happy. Brucey. Like, give up being Batman. Tell her to give up being the Phantasm. Mm -hmm. Get married, have some kids. Because, look, the world is just going to be shit forever. Just go to that cafe in Paris and have Alfred look at you. Exactly. Right? Well, he ends up with Catwoman in that one. Yeah. But here, yeah, it just would have been nice to see, you know, Bruce, you know, 
you know, settle down. Just settle down, and you know, yeah. because she she's sort of like a cat woman. She can get down. She can fight. She 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 knows her own way. You know, she's like a strong uh, 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 character who she's not. You know, she takes on the Joker. Catwoman yeah. wouldn't even take on the Joker. You know what I mean? She knows would better. She, she know she would do that. No, she would know better not to. Yeah, I don't know. You know, the Phantasm. She didn't care. She was like, you know what? You mess with my dad. I'm gonna go get all of you. But my point was that it it's it's a lot better that I thought because I thought that Phantasm was gonna be like a detective story. You know, because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it in a while. I hadn't mm-hmm. seen it in a bit, and you brought it, and I was like, all right, let's see what this is all about. It's gonna be like a cool little neo noir, yeah. neo noir. But it's not really. It really is like a love story with like you know sort of with like a gangster and superhero shit spring, sprinkled in there, but a love story that ends in sort of a very realistic way. But that's kind of noirish too. It like is the love it is. story true. and like gangsters and that is very true. You know. but I'm saying, but it but it ends in sort of a very and also in a very noir way where yeah, it's, right? it, it's, it's very the unhappy. It's realistic. It's yeah. it's um you know these two people More realistic ending. I their, guess you their know? careers mm-hmm. are keeping them from being together, and that's yeah. gonna happen. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's 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 pretty wild to kind of look at that as an adult and be like, wow, like you know, because sometimes you can watch, you know, I, I really do enjoy the Batman animated series. I think it has a lot of great episodes. Yeah. It's got a lot of great stuff that's going for it. Just a really great storytelling, and I it's think that's one of the things, one of the strong points about this that it is like, you know, just it's just a good script and it's something else that should be accounted for, especially for animated films coming out at that time. You know, this came out in '93 and. We're used to like you know Disney stuff and like I don't know like Fox movies trying to kind of compete with Disney you know where it's just that kind of yeah. thing and Batman was really trying to like I don't know get like you know like be better at animation you know and stuff like that at the for the time you know because it was kind of like just kind of I don't know you see cartoons from back then and it's really like uh, how they use backgrounds again and again like you know in these were like really trying to use color and like you know aren't necessarily not or just use blacks and stuff like that well and also to just its, like use advantage like, you know? actual like shots as yeah. well i mean there's a lot of great and shots cinematic yes yeah definitely make it more, cinematic yeah, not, not not just uh stilted and just mm-hmm. oh we just need to show yeah. a bunch of stuff in the frame that's colorful and, and yeah. they're just moving around like they you know there's a bunch of like great like shots in this mm-hmm. you know one of my favorite is you know when the the older Abe Vigoda guy goes to visit Joker, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he's talking to him, and he's talking to Sal, right? It's Sal. Yeah, Sal uh, Valestra. Yeah, and so you know he's like talking to him, and he's like, "Oh, can you help me, Joker?" And blah blah blah, and you know Joker gets mad because he like touches him, and then like you just do a cl- you know they do that close up of Joker's face, and then like as he gets mad, the red like you just see behind him it just turns red, mm-hmm. and he gets mad and just like, he's like, "Get your hands off me, old man!" And he's and then he just starts laughing, and he says, "I don't know where you've been," and he just starts like starts laughing at him, and he's like, "Of course I'll help you." Like no one's ever gotten like it. you know, but then you like then it so it's like a close up on them, but then it backs up. And it shows both of them talking, but what you see is that mechanical robot chopping the carrots. Yeah. And he's like telling him, like, yeah, of course I'll help you. But you see that, and that's like a foreshadow of, like, of course not, Joker's not going to, you know? Yeah, how can you ever not. trust the Joker? Yeah, you like, can yeah. trust him. Like, you know, like for them to, like, make those choices and to give us, like, visual choices in a cartoon, which, you know, they do it now, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But at that time. That you know that wasn't really uh, what they were necessarily doing, especially with superhero stuff. It was yeah, more just exactly. trying to give you, uh, you know, just the action scenes and just try to put so much. Well, in the where frame. they're really trying to like push the, 
you know, where they see like anime and stuff. Like obviously, Akira had already come out, anime, and that's exactly. one of those, and that's one of those things that was released on Criterion on Laserdisc. You know, where they're really trying to push the medium of animation and make it be taken seriously, where it's not just like a kiddie kind of thing. You know, like you know, adults can enjoy animation too, and of course, can just be as good as a feature as you know, like a live action kind of feature film. You know, where you know they're trying to get like, uh, you know, like acting chops from like you know like these great these great like, like uh, Mark Hamill as a Joker yeah Abe Vigoda I mean like they're really getting like good like actor like you know like they're not just getting whatever act- actor to do like a voice you know especially at this time you know but yeah but now I'm thinking about it now and I was like god damn it why didn't they ever get Dean Stockwell or Harry Dean Stanton as a fucking Batman animated voice that would have been amazing but like for who? Just anybody? whomever. Like they could have yeah. found someone, you know. Like yeah, it could have so. been any of these people. Like you know, Dean Stockwell. Yeah, fuck yeah. I don't know about Dean Stockwell, but maybe like, well, yeah, Harry Dean Stanton, of course. We yeah. all want to hear and see. Dean, Dean Stockwell would would have been a great villain voice for somebody, you know. I, yeah, maybe. But one of these gangsters. I'll tell you who is a great villain voice. Mark Hamill as the Joker. <laughs> and now you're gonna like say this, and you're gonna say that, and you're gonna do this and that. But let me tell you, that is a great look i'm not even trying to say like oh do you, yeah, you really believe that i don't yeah i don't really <laughs> think like that he's like the greatest joker that i've ever seen or anything That's but ever lived and who's this, ever laughed last but i mean in this in this particular like film the way that he presents like all those scenes the laughs like his delivery of the lines that he tells like all of that like his it, it is a very good joker it, it's like uh it's not his voice is good as Mark Hamill. You, you're not into it, right? You're you're, right. you're not right. like a oh, Mark yeah. Hamill guy, which everyone's gonna be pissed. Well, that's fine. I mean, that's that's definitely that's fine. Okay, so Mark Hamill as the Joker. I was just, I don't, I don't like, I don't know. I don't necessarily hate it, but I also don't like get all the the praise for it. You know, like he's okay. I think they could have got someone else i just think they were i don't know like just i don't know that's kind of crazy they're just rosy-eyed getting mark hamill you know like uh, i mean one of those sure things. that could be an aspect of it sure because he's mark hamill but i mean there's no way that he's not like that's just i don't know like the joker that they draw for this animated series mm-hmm. there's no other voice i can see besides what mark hamill mm-hmm. does for it like there's just no other you know, it just has that sort of, um, it's like a great mixture of, like, what, 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 what Heath Ledger did, where it's like this real, real person, but it has that hint of, like, Arr! like that weird little, like, voice. You know what I mean? I don't know how to do the voice. I'm not going to do a Joker voice. Yeah. But whereas, no, like, Jared, I, Leto, I, Jared Leto didn't even try. He didn't even give a shit. He's trying to be some fucking <laughs> asshole. And Jack okay. Nicholson was just Jack Nicholson. He was just like, uh, but I, I, and again, I'm not saying that was bad, I might be rosy-eyed for Jack Nicholson. You know, that's just one of those things because I grew up with that. And and again, you know, I'm only comparing those because those are the Jokers. We yeah, know. you know what I'm saying. Yes. I'm not, you know, I don't. The ones animated, those are real, so it's yeah. kind of hard. But those are like the Jokers that most people like compare. So and and I get being rosy-eyed for Jack Nicholson because Jack Nicholson is fine, but that does that's that's just Jack Nicholson. He just <laughs> sounds like Jack Nicholson. Hey, why like, do they get a load of me? Like, yeah, that he could have said that in The Shining. He could have said, <laughs> and again, I love Jack Nicholson, great actor, does great stuff. But Mark Hamill, I feel like, got a figured out a voice that I don't know makes sense. Okay, makes actor sense. does all right stuff. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's an okay actor, but he does great voices. 
What I other mean, voices do you like of him? Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. He does that, a great voice. Uh, he does a great voice. Okay. But yeah, I, that's, I, that's what I, I meant. That's what the, I meant. I don't yeah, know. Because it's just one of the, him as Luke, whatever, not memorable. Him as, I don't know, what other movies has he been in? But <laughs> as a Joker, it's like one of those things like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know. Like, that's pretty cool. I, I really enjoy uh, the his take on that. Because yeah. it does feel like, because especially with him being in the animated series, kind of like that old kind of Jack Napier gangster guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like in that sense, what they do in Batman 89, right? Yeah. Like, he kind of has that vibe, especially in this movie. He's, like, the older gangster guy without the makeup. He's, like, yeah. the younger or the younger gangster guy without the makeup, the mob guy. Yeah. Like, and the voice just makes sense for that. It just has that kind of snarky, like, young, coming up uh, mobster. Like, if you've watched, like, Boardwalk Empire, they have, like, a, uh, uh, what is it, um, the uh, Bugsy guy. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't stick with boardwalk empire oh well the guy he's like a bit bit, uh that um warren Beatty plays in that movie that movie um bugsy it's not bugsy Bugsy malone is it bugsy malone i guess so i don't know uh but yeah one of those like famous gangsters who like started uh las vegas what he in uh boardwalk empire he's like a younger version of himself and he has that same kind of like joker kind of like voice like this very like (laughs) like and he's like laughing and it's just it's like that same thing where like it just makes sense. Like Mark, I, 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 my point is Mark Hamill did a great job of getting those type of voices of like where it feels like yeah. this like fifties gangster plus a psychopath who would wear makeup and try to fight Batman. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean? So, but I get, but you know, I'm not even trying to like I, say I, he's the best or something. Yeah. But I think he really does a great job, especially in this movie, having him being, uh, you know, connected to the mob. Where like it's not really an origin story for him, but it, like you know, you see that he's like connected to the mob in some way. And yeah, he's, like, it just a gives him it gives him like a backstory and for sure and a little connection, like a little connection where you can yeah. make where you don't need all that backstory. You can kind of make your own assumptions and kind of your own story, which is always nice. I'm not saying he's bad in the uh, Mark Hamill is bad in this and the Joker's voice, you know, voice acting in this. You know, I just I just necessarily don't always want mark hamill i guess you know his Got voice you. you know and i i i don't think it's bad in this film like i'm well, not I, it's not one of those things where i'm like oh god i just like roll my eyes and like you know yeah yeah throw my no, head no. back but what, I, what i'm saying is that i you brought this movie and i feel like i'm defending it to you so why why well, did you bring this joke. why did you bring this the film as a whole to the but Criterion I, Collection. Oh, okay, so. Well, no, no, only because, yeah, yeah, no, mm. I'm, I'm just joking. I'm just making no, a joke, I, yeah. Mondo, relax. Oh, okay, you're the Joker now, huh? You but, should have voiced the Joker. Well, because, you know, I'm, you're saying that you didn't think Mark Hamill was that good of a Joker, but he's in this movie. You know, you're saying It's because they had to bring it. the Joker in the movie, you know? It's like one of those things where they just kind of. So does it make it a bad movie then? Should no, it doesn't. Criterion it collection? doesn't. It doesn't make it a bad movie. It's just <laughs> one of those aspects that I can, you know, like I can almost do without almost like where it's like a little shoehorned in, but. The rest of the film is where it really, I think it really thrives and is telling its own story and telling Batman's story in a, in a different way. And, you know, uh, you know, uh, also inventing a new character because Phantasm isn't like a Batman villain, you know, it's, yeah, it's one for this film, you know, it's from Dick Tracy. It's Madonna from Dick Tracy. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even trying to say that as a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even trying to like say like, oh, gotcha or something. I'm just saying, but, but you know, but it is right. Like it is. It is. Yeah. It is from that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It has that same kind of vibe. Yeah. It has that vibe for sure. And like, you know, like, and as I was saying earlier, this is really not a kid's film and to like, not such 
not necessarily that it was like marketed towards kids and stuff. But, I mean, it was the animated series that had already been out. But and I mean, I, I feel like it was right. I don't know. It wasn't. I don't. It wasn't a, like a big deal when it got released. That's one of those things. That's true, why it's true. And that's why I think it's one of the. It's a good, a great Batman film, you know, because people don't really. I mean, people, I guess, respect it in the way because animated series and stuff like that. But not as they're talking about like the Dark Knight and stuff like that. Like. I feel like this is like not really brought in the conversation anymore because of that. And it's overshadowed by that. And I think it's definitely a great origin story of Batman and kind of a different re- uh, retelling of year one, like Frank Miller and David Magic Kelly's, uh, you know, like great run uh, year one story, which is pretty much Batman begins, uh, you know, kind of a lot of stuff is stolen from, taken from that, you know, in, in that film. Yeah. But this film does its own its own year one kind of like or like as I, I like I said earlier, it's kind of like a snippet of that year one, you know, where it's a different story that can be told in between like those segments and stuff like that. Because year one is like a like a seasons kind of thing, fall something like you know as it goes. But and and the animation and just the animation too, where it's trying to be be something more than just like a kitty thing you know like where it's really trying to make the medium like stand out as um a way of telling stories and not like just as comic books have been trying to be like this is high art as well you know it's not you know like just because it's animated doesn't make it not film you yeah, know yeah no no and, i yeah i see that completely too especially with that animation like i like it would be dope like to get like ourselves a logo of R2 like in animation like that. Yeah. Like cuz that is it is high art. It is complete like yeah. all the the animation in this film is so I mean just like the vibe that they create and making Gotham City that sort of like this sort of like futuristic but old style kind of blocky kind of 1950s but like what it's they thought the future was kind yeah of what look. they thought the future was going to be in the 50s and yeah. the way that it was going to look and that that mm-hmm. kind of idea and then even with like joker's lair being that kind of abandoned future like kind of uh fairground amusement, amusement park yeah like that a music park thing. which they do at the end of uh birds of prey <laughs> yeah where that's also kind of iron man 2 no like the they do uh, that they end up there one? iron the man 2 oh two part two do they yeah he goes to, like his dad's like world of tomorrow fair and like that's where uh, all like uh mickey rurik's like uh machines go and fight him uh, or okay. whatever I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. But it, yeah, it is like something that they use a lot. Yeah. But I, but I just like like the way that it looked. I I love the animation of everything. Just the again the it was like a noir vibe without really being a noir film yeah. in terms of that. It was more like it literally was like a, a love story. It's a love story. It's a Batman love story, which is not a bad thing. But for them to make it a, a love story and then add those those other elements and like kind of like make it heavy on the noir and make it heavy kind of like on the mysterious and make it heavy on like yeah. i don't know all that and i don't know you saying that you didn't like the joker aspect it's kind of wild to me because it makes complete sense because you know th- there's no villain in in the phantasm like he can't like he's not gonna kill her or like really fight her you know what i mean yeah. so it has to be there had to be somebody there had to be somebody that he had to like deal with that wasn't gonna be her you know what i'm saying like to kind yeah. of tie it all together like to make it like a thing Especially because the point yeah, was and they, well, and, and the point ba- well, well, it's Batman too, so they're gonna Batman, have these. But also, but the point is, villains. they're not just gonna make it these mobsters. And know? also, the point is that she is like you know still the damsel in distress in a way. 
Because but not at there, all. Well, no, because there's no way she's going to be able to beat the Joker. Like, yeah. and he knows that. That's why he's just like, oh, when he draws the face on that picture and finds out that the Joker was involved, and yeah. he's like, oh, he knows that she's going to go after him next. Yeah. And she and he knows that like, yeah, she can probably like murder all these mob bosses no problem yeah, but the but joker is yeah there, there ain't no way you're gonna be able to he's go a against different him. beast yeah there's sure. just no he's gonna like yeah. fuck with you in the worst way like you know what i mean yeah. he's gonna like destroy you like you can't beat the yeah joker. what is it uh ava Vigoda's character uh salvatore goes to the joker and expects to be helped by him but of course the joker knows what the hell's going on and is yeah, one up on all these knew. fools yeah. especially and these fools are dying you know like the yeah, you just give them the laughing gas and you're and that's done. and that's why I'm that's why I'm kind of surprised that you're you know that you're like oh I didn't really like like that they did you felt that it was shoehorned because I feel like that I don't know I felt like it was a good it made sense I guess because, a little bit where because she because again like she wasn't once you find out it's her you know you're just like okay well you know what danger can she be and what what do we need Batman for anymore if we know yeah. that she's her because she can do whatever. But it's like once you find out she's gonna have to go against the Joker, like oh yeah, she's gonna need Batman. Yeah, you know? I guess well, it's one of those things too. Like it maybe it could feel it feels a little shoehorned in, but also like they didn't overuse the Joker too, you know. And they used yeah, not at all. I, yeah. I wouldn't say they did at all. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. They didn't overuse him where it could have been just the Joker. Yeah, you know all mm-hmm. this stuff. But that's what makes it a little up. Uh, a lot better is that they didn't like you know well, yeah, it, make it, him the main person and it always adds that like sinister cherry on top mm. where it's like everyone's like doesn't know who's what everyone thinks batman's killing these mobsters and yeah. no one knows what's what and then joker just appears and you're just like fuck that's like an extra wild card in this mm. and that's even what the a bagoda gangster knew it's like none of us can stop the batman we need you to kill him yeah and he's just like, what? Like, what? What are you talking about? Like, I've been trying to kill him, and I don't even need to do that yeah. for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it just, I don't know. It, it added that more so because it, it made sense to me where, yeah, because once you find out who the phantasm is, you need to give her danger. You yeah. need to give her something that Batman can save her from. You know, yeah, for the an entity story. that she can't really, like, right. you know, go up against. Yeah. And is like, yeah. But one of the things I really wish they did is, I mean, I guess they maybe do it a little bit, is when uh, Salvatore's character offers uh, the Joker money. And Joker is never really, I mean, he's never really about money. You know, he's always just, he's just psychotic and like, you know, a sociopath, you know, like, and to think that these like, you know, it's always like a mistake to think the Joker wants money, you know, I mean, maybe necessarily he does need for some things, but overall he's just like he just wants to do things he just wants chaos for chaos sakes you know and maybe they could have did that a little better but i mean i love this movie you know like that's why i that's not i mean he doesn't like that's really the money or anything yeah i know but it's it's just nitpicking a little bit you know like but yeah you're nitpicking uh, way too much on the joker (laughs) yeah i am but i mean this is your damn movie that you brought (laughs) So that's kind but, of. But I mean, I like everything else so much about this movie. You know, like just how they handled Batman and the fan, like the Phantasm character, and just the story elements of all of it. You know, going well, back. You and know forth. what? You're right. I don't think it should be in because the Joker's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that's what you're weird. telling me. I didn't me. say he was weird. He shoehorned in. You're right. It shouldn't be in because mm-hmm. you know the Joker shoehorned in. Batman shoehorned in. <laughs> that's what you make me think. No, not at all. No, that's what you're telling me. That's your argument. You want me to let it in, but you don't because of the Joker. <laughs> That's what I'm getting from you, Mono. Those are the vibes. Eh, whatever. Well, you know what I'm saying. I mean, mm-hmm. I really think that 
He ties it all together. It all ties it together. It does. It does. It like I even the ending, especially, you know, is where they, you know, where everything is not like, you know, wrapped up in a neat little package. Everything is just kind of like on a down note and it just it makes for a better film and better characters and like, you know, and it's not something like out of character for Batman, you know, like to like obviously he's not going to fall in love, you know, like not right. obviously, but I mean glad i mean how were they gonna do that like if he did you know like well yeah you know there'd be no way you're right and that's why like this was yeah this that's that's such a great idea of that like showing that especially an animated movie Mm -hmm. to be like oh yeah like you know you don't really have to uh, you like you don't necessarily like falling in love is not the end all be all Mm -hmm. you know maybe if you got to do something else (laughs) that you know might not involve this you know this person Mm. You have two different paths, then that that might be the way. Like you know, you can't say you you can't just be like, oh well, you know what? I'm gonna stop fucking kicking the shit out of criminals yeah. so I can fall in love. Mm-hmm. Because she might not want to do, she might not want to stop what she's doing for that either. So it's like both ways, you yeah. know. It's it's not even that he has the dilemma; she also has it too. And I, well, I think that's I think like one of the more best of a things thing about that it. She's murdering these people, so it's kind of one of those things. Like, how can you like? be with that person like, well i can okay i would love a girl like that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Murdering know mob bosses come on it's like where you like you know that's a wifey <laughs> i don't know yeah i'm sorry go you ahead. know what i mean but you know what i mean no like, no of course in the it's context just like, of thing yeah, you know, yeah for where sure. like oh i can't be around these people like these people i used to be around you know it's just and that was like another lot. thing too with with you know? his promise to his parents is like he's gonna like fight justice but not kill anybody yeah. he's not there to like put anyone in the grave like that asshole put his parents and just in for the her grave. character i mean she can't live in gotham anymore like oh of after course. like you're like you're yeah, fucked up know. you're yeah, fucked yeah. up after that you have to like run away and be alone you know for the almost i don't know you kind of choose to be alone for the rest of your life because you made these made these decisions you know? yeah yeah that's true yeah. look i think again it's just a great I did because it's not happily ever after. We didn't see something where like he ends up with some girl. It's a nice one-off from the animated series, like yeah. a nice little thing. Or we never had to see the phantasm again. We never needed you know that yeah. character to come back. We never need any of that like yeah. kind of storyline to come back. It was a good. Oh, well, it's better that sh- they didn't come back. You That's know? what I'm saying. It ends the yeah. story, you know. So like... we're able to like just have a one-off on that, and then obviously the Joker's gonna pop in and out. Yeah. He's always gonna come up, but you know. I think he works here. I think it really is that little mix because Batman's already dealing with his life, his love, and now he's got the Joker on his ass again. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it just makes sense. It brings it all together and just like, oh shit, like the girl that I love is going to go pretend to be this phantasm person try to fight the Joker. Yeah, no, she's going to die and I got to save her. Whereas like, you know, we've seen that she's able to take care of herself. So it's like, he, there's no reason for him to do that. But when it comes to the Joker... Oh man, because it could have been like you know, it could have been Two Face, it could have been whoever. But the fact that it's a Joker, you're just like, yeah. There, once someone, once you hear that anyone's gonna try to take on the Joker, you're just like, oh my god, no, <laughs> like you're done, you know. Yeah. So that's why don't I, take on the Joker. Yeah. That's what this podcast. So is what about. are your final? Why why should it be in the Criterion Collection, Mondo? I why? told you, I told yeah. you, because it it's taking animation as a different element. It's not just taking it as like kid stuff, and it should be like. 
in the zeitgeist. You did tell me. You did tell me. You know, you did like tell so. Me. I'm just reminding you, like you, you did know, tell me. Okay, it's taken, okay. It's been it's You're been right. ta- the medium is being taken seriously. It's not just like kitty stuff anymore. And like as I said with Akira, what, what kind of special features are you kind of looking for in terms of you know uh, if it had like a physical release? Because I know the the Blu-ray that that you gave me that I yeah. have. That thank you so. It much. It has a commentary from that. It has a commentary, animators. but yeah. it doesn't have like too much special features. Yeah, they're kind of yeah. old special features too. Right. And it definitely could use a look back or just like. Uh, I don't know, just more maybe process stuff too, and a- a- essays obviously by uh, film critique, uh, film people, or even uh, comic book people, like you know who yeah, enjoy yeah. the film and Do see you, it as something you know great. The, the, because I know that, you know they just did that great release of the animated series where yeah. they put out that whole thing. Do you know if they have like? Any sort of kind of uh, you know writing about it in the booklets that comes no, with it or not, anything? No, they no. don't have. There's no booklet or anything like that. Yeah, it's just yeah. old like kind of uh, interviews of when it, when they were doing it and how okay. it kind of came about. Like you know, well, the animated series in a whole came about. Right, you know? right, right. And I mean, there's stuff about like w- how they made the film and kind of like how it was like, you know, it was a box office like you know, uh, what's what's the word like you know. Where it didn't do well. Yeah, you know, just like, like a box a office bomb, failure. You know, like yeah, a failure, like a bomb, bomb yeah, failure. Yeah. You know, like, and it was only out for like maybe a couple of weeks or something like that, you know, one or two. And hey, those are the best movies. Yeah. Let's think about it. Most of the movies that fucking bomb in the box office are the ones that have stood the test of time, yeah. baby. Yeah, and, and, this, I, and, this, and this one stand, definitely still stands the test of time. It stands you know? the testicle of time. <laughs> it really does. No, it really does stand the test of time in terms of that, like, you're right it has that that uh it's not like boring but it has that kind of like slower pace of like those yeah. th- those adult it's hard to think uh, of animated this as a kid's movie you know yeah it really is and it, be released hard. in a yeah. clamshell case you know yeah. where like you just like you know like because i i mean i had it when i was a kid and i don't necessarily know if i loved it you know or just watch it over and over even like batman 89 is kind of like uh a little wild to think as a, a kid's film you know but yeah, I, watch, I mean a lot of those were but like, i watched know, that things. like over I mean, and over constantly you know yeah like, i mean imagine like you know we were little kids watching batman returns over and over yeah. again i was just like yeah. watching michelle pfeiffer lake danny devito you know <laughs> like or no lake michael keaton sorry yeah. i mean i wanted her to lick danny devito <laughs> but i saw her like you know put a bird in her mouth in like a sexual way you know that's yeah. wild that, that that confused me that messed me up as a little kid and Danny this, DeVito, and this, you messed me up. And yeah. honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. Mask of the Phantasm kind of messed me up a little bit, too. Because I would, you know, because sometimes I'm like, damn, I want a girl who has like that, like, Jordan, your angel of death. Has a, <laughs> I want a Stacey Keach. I want a Stacey Keach voice. I want like, I want, I want something to come out of the shadows and just wreck me up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but I it, and, But... But it is it is kind of weird to think about that as like young kids and like enjoying this stuff yeah. and really not kind of seeing the the, those yeah, the nuance like adult, of it, the, the you, know? Like, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And then now now getting them and being like, oh yeah, like appreciated appreciating it even more so mm-hmm. than when we were kids and be like, oh, we love Batman. It's this why is we sick. all want femme, femme fatales as older. Men. It is true, <laughs> yeah, know? it like, is because we've seen so many of this. Yeah. It literally is why I'm just like, yeah, like. I want a girl who, when I'm practicing jujitsu in my backyard, she comes up and like, oh, I know a little bit of that, and she like throws me <laughs> over her shoulder. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And you find out that she's going around killing mob bosses. That's beautiful. <laughs> Let me tell you, Mondo, here's my last thoughts, and if I let it or not. So, when you came at me, you're just like, oh, I want to do Phantasm. Animated film. I was like, you know what? I'm, 
I'm not an animated film guy. I'm no, not really you're not. famously. You're not. An animated I, I'm film not guy. really. It just doesn't. They they don't grab me as much. Like I can see how like why they're good, but they don't like make mm-hmm. me feel the way that other people do. You know what I'm saying? A film I, does. You, you, well, well, yeah, yeah. Well, like so when I watch like Soul or something, when I watch like Up, it's like yes, yeah, I can understand why those are good, but I'm not like oh man, these are like cinematic masterpieces. Mm-hmm. So when you brought this animated thing, I was like okay. I'm not going to hate. I'm not going to do anything because I'm trying to grow as a person and a filmmaker. Oh, a filmmaker and a, and a film lover. Sorry. Yeah. I'm not a filmmaker. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to grow as that. And so I'm just like, okay, let me give this, a, you know, let me check it out. You know, you gave me the Blu-ray. I got yeah. it from you. And I was like, well, I love Phantasm. Why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I let it in? Let me yeah. watch it again. So I threw it on and it just hooked me. It literally grabbed me from the opening score from those title sequences, from the animation, from everything that happens once the voices come, once everything comes, it just brought me back to just being a little kid. And also, it you know, because I was like, well, I'm not going to let that nostalgia take me over. Yeah, sure, it makes me feel like a little kid, but that doesn't mean anything. doesn't mean it's good, but that's not what this movie does. This movie literally surpasses those expectations of you as a little kid. It makes you, like, as an adult, be like, oh, damn, like, this is fun to watch. This is like a really cool. It, it it really is a cool kind of conflict of that of these people who are like trying to do these things that they think are good, and you know they love each other, but both of them look at each other like, well, what you're doing isn't really that good. Well, your doing's not good, and so like, but but you know, it's just like a really great conflict that. You don't really see too many in too many yeah, movies. Yeah, it's a gray area for sure. Yeah, you don't really see too many, and especially the way it ends, where they don't end up with each other, and it's mm-hmm. like it's not really a happy ending at all. It's not like a good thing. It is what it is. Is what it is, and that's what Batman. <laughs> no, but I'm saying that's what Batman's yeah. all about. Yeah. You know, it's all a gray gray area, baby. Yeah. Like it's just like, well, you just beat the shit out of the Riddler. It's like, well, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Batman being a vigilante isn't necessarily the right thing either. You know, exactly. It's his like own kind of shit. Like, yeah, that's it's like to. okay, so you beat people up to the brink of death, but you don't kill them. But is that better? Right? Mm-hmm. You're beating up a bunch of poor ass people. You rich yeah. bastard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it is that like idea of that, and here. I think it like captures that idea of the personal side of that, where it's just like, well, man, I, I got to go beat up people. I can't love somebody. And so the animation is great. The score is fantastic. The voice acting, Mark Hamill as the Joker in this. <laughs> it's beautiful. It really is a really great combination of things that when, you know, as someone who's like all anti, like, oh, well, I don't want to watch animation anymore. I'm trying to watch movies. Nah. I'm an idiot. This is like, you know, it makes me turn around. And all I want to do is watch Batman shit now. After watching this, I want to get into more Batman stuff, even Judex. It makes me want to watch superhero stuff, but in a good way, in the good idea of it. So I'm letting this in, Mondo. Nice. Phantasm belongs in there because I think you're right. It would be great to see a fucking dope-ass Criterion Collection release of this. Um, It's just, yeah, it it was just a good time. A nostalgic time, but not in a bad way. Not in those stupid ways that most nostalgia is trying to get you at, you know? They're trying to make you feel this way about something. It really wasn't nostalgia and like, oh yeah, like I would love to see this now. Like, I would watch this all the time and I own it. And you should own it. Everyone should own it. Mondo, what are your, you know, your final, uh, little final thoughts. You know, we'll just end it up. Yeah, I mean, I love Batman. I always have. I, 
I don't know. I mean, it's just something I've grown up with, you know, like, it, yeah. yeah, it's a nostalgia thing too, but also it's just, I mean, he's just a great character. He's complicated. He's like, you know, yeah. he's all these things, you know, like, I, yeah. And, and then again, that, you know, as an adult, as we're adults, that love story, that complicated love story, it makes more sense now to us, yeah. to all of us, because, you know, you know, love's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> There's a gray area. Batman, yeah. we love you. Yeah. And we, yeah. And, you know, you just kind of understand his, like, uh, this fight that he has with himself, you know, and his Absolutely. past, you know, yeah, and yeah. and you kind of have to realize uh, maybe you need to like, you know, like give it up, you know, like and yeah. just move on and live your life and finally really live your life. Yeah, and that's what they did great about uh, Batman, The Dark Knight Rises, you know, like you kind of finally realizes he can't be Batman anymore. But this is just like, you know, one of the growing pains of being Batman and it's a great story and it's treated well and cinematically and is it deserves to be watched by everyone you know everyone should check this out i don't know why like i mean it's talked about maybe but yeah, maybe I more mean, so the animated series overshadows it because it's all the same makers and creators right, and stuff right, like right. that but it's definitely part of that you know like and much more so like you know it's just a great film yeah hell yeah well it's in the criterion collection and let, let me tell you I feel like we're doing service here. We're like, we're predicting shit. This is going to show up there. It's going to show yeah. up. I feel like it will. Yeah. Because, you know, the animated series is getting that re-release. It's going to happen. Criterion knows what we're doing here. And if you want to follow along with us, and if you want to see our predictions, because we are looking to the future here, and we know all of our predictions are going to come true, follow us at Criterion Cult on Instagram, at Criterion Cult Pod on twitter or maybe the other way around i don't know one of the one of the other cult whatever yeah and then you can follow me at young jane fonda on instagram if you'd like and also you could look for me and jordan garcia on letterbox where we talk where i'm gonna start talking about films and stuff please like and share all our stuff you know everything that we post comment let us know what you think mondo where can we find you yeah i'm at at save underscore mondo on all those socials wherever you can find me but yeah, uh, please uh, like, subscribe, you know, repost, uh, share us, get the word out about the the cult, you know. Yeah, and thank you guys so much for listening. Thank. You. This is our first animation episode. Give it up. Yeah. Drink up. Take a shot. <laughs> Join the cult. Drink the Kool Aid, baby. Thank you guys so much for listening. Join the cult. <laughs>